Could you, like, shut your mouth, please? Hey guys, welcome back to episode 6 of the Shut Your Mouth Please podcast. Today I have a special guest. This is um, my best friend from middle school slash high school. Everyone welcome Kelsey. Hello. Hello. Um, She is getting married very soon. So today we're going to be chatting about her wedding. Um... And she's going to ask me some questions. I'm going to ask her some questions. It's going to be a fun time. Um, Kelsey, is there anything you would like to tell them about yourself before we get started with everything? Um, well, my name is Kelsey, obviously. Um, I live in Tennessee. And yeah, like Savannah said, I'm getting married at the end of this year. So I'm very, very excited. Heck yeah. Um, so let's start with the question of the day. Um, I brought the question today, and it is, what is one non-negotiable thing for you when it comes to your wedding? Like something you are absolutely not willing to compromise, you have to have. I mean, obviously, besides my future husband, um, I would have to go with photos, 100%. Um, Yeah. I'm a very sentimental person, and I don't know, photos is just one of those things that I'm just not willing to compromise on. That was me also, because I feel like your wedding photos are the photos that people, like, your great-grandkids are going to look at, you know? Exactly, yes. Yeah. Wow, I mean, I I think we have the same wedding photographer, actually. Yeah, Hannah McCall Photography, yeah. shout out. So good, so good. Um, I loved working with Hannah. She was so professional. She showed up right on time. We had a really early call for her because my wedding was at 10.30 in the morning. Oh, yeah. So she got there at about 7 a.m. Um, she was awesome the whole day. Wow, she's great. We did our engagement pictures back in, I think, May. And I don't know, I'm not normally one that's really good in front of a camera. And she made me so comfortable. I mean... And Matthew, too, my fiancé, so I'm I'm excited. See, I was kind of lucky that I have a sister who's a photographer, so (laughs) I grew up very much in front of the camera at any given moment. Oh, yeah. Um, So my sister gave me a lot of advice about, like, hey, make sure uh, she gets pictures of this. Make Mm -hmm. sure that, like, you pose like this. Like, I I already kind of had some stuff in mind, but Hannah also did great making me feel comfortable on my wedding day. Well, that's great. I mean, I just started um, my shot list of pictures that I wanted for sure that I did not want to miss out on for her. So, Absolutely. So, um, relationship background. So, like we said, she's getting married in December, I think. Um, I got married last August, August 2020. So... It's been a whole year. um, Yeah. I... um, Me and my husband were high school sweethearts, and we had been together for, like, six, seven years. I don't remember exactly before we got married. And you and your fiancé, you met in college, right? We did, yes. Yeah. Um, And how long have you all been together? uh, It's been just over three years um, on August 3rd, so. That's exciting. That's also really cute because our uh, dating anniversary was July 3rd. Really? 
love that for us yes twinning (laughs) oh my word (laughs) for those okay for those who didn't know us in middle school um well yeah well i'm sorry for the ones who did know us in middle school the ones who didn't though uh we were so close like we called each other our like twin Mm -hmm. so yeah (laughs) what a time that was in our lives we uh we talked about for october doing a middle school stories podcast so stay tuned if we end up doing that oh yeah um so yeah that's a little background about us and our relationships with our partners um so i asked you to have some questions for me um do you want to get into those sure um i have i think just a few um my first one would be, what is your favorite thing about marriage that you've lived with the past year? Okay, so I, she gave me a little bit of an insight into these questions, and I want to let you know that I don't have one answer for a single one of them, because <laughs> I couldn't decide on one thing. So, my favorite things about marriage. Um, the first one is just going through life and like knowing that you have a constant like no matter what happens he is gonna be there and he's gonna be with you and like if it's a bad day if it's a great day if you're celebrating if you're mourning like he is there no matter what that's like such a reassuring feeling because like you never have to go through anything alone which is just like priceless um and the second thing is a little more lighthearted. um I can be absolutely ridiculous, like (laughs) lunatic, like hyper crazy. And I like don't have a fear of being judged or like broken up with. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like it should be. Yeah. I feel like in relationships sometimes, especially like the early stages, you're like afraid to be yourself. Right. Because you don't want them to judge you or like, you're like, oh my gosh, this chick is weird. Like I'm out. But (laughs) being married it's like well you gonna have an expensive time if you want out because i'm weird <laughs> you know what you were getting yourself into like, right like you should have at least if you didn't yeah, right. you made a mistake <laughs> <laughs> so um, those are my favorite things i think what's next let's see i feel that you know it's important to continue dating your spouse into marriage i feel like a lot of people sometimes stray away from that and I know that it's it's hard and life throws things at you but you know you just need to break up the monotony of your everyday life together and um, I just wanted to know what a couple of your favorite date nights were as a couple okay so um when we first got married for like the first two months it was the hardest thing ever because we had a hard time managing like he had lived on his own for so long and then like now me being there and needing attention so we established that every Tuesday night and every Friday night we would spend a few hours or an hour or whatever together um and our I mean technically our date nights are Tuesdays and Fridays every week um that's what works for us and my favorite things that we do are movie nights slash like picking out a tv series and watching it together um we watch some youtube channels together too and i don't know just like 
sitting and spending that quality time together, um, bonding over a mutual interest is really cool. Yes, and I mean, it's just something about the simplicity of it all. I mean, yes, and that's we just... don't. Yeah, we don't do like let's go spend a hundred dollars at a restaurant date nights, right. and if that's what works for you and your husband, that's awesome. But that's just not like. We will get in the car and go drive around town for 20 Mm -hmm. minutes, and that's a date for us. Or, like, we'll play games together, and that's a date for us. It's just, like, I don't really care about what we do necessarily, but it's the, like, intimacy spending time together that matters, and that's my favorite kind of date night. Just that intentional time. Yeah, exactly. So, um... You got married in the midst of COVID. Um, sure did. <laughs> and it seems like right now I'm going to be getting married in the midst of COVID again. Um, uh-huh. Do you have any advice for me going into the wedding day? I know your planning process was probably um, thrown around a bit because of plans having to be oh, yeah. changed. So I just want to hear a little bit about that. It absolutely was thrown around a lot in the last two weeks of planning because we pretty much had a set plan. Um, We got married in August, so going into summer 2020, things were looking up with the Mm -hmm. virus. Um, So we sent out invitations. We had over 100 people invited originally. And um, then there was a mandate on sizes of gatherings, and it uh, got changed to where you could only have 20 people. And so that meant that not even our cousins could come to our wedding. Yeah, Um, that's crazy. Yeah, so two weeks before, and uh, keep in mind that my husband did not live in the same state as me through our our engagement. Mm -hmm. So uh, most of the planning was done between like me, my grandmother, and his mom. So um, me and my friend Nicole, who has been on the podcast, y'all have heard, uh, we went over to my in-law's house to go swimming that day and kind of sat down with my mother-in-law and father-in-law and they were like, what do you want? Like, what do you want to do? Whatever you want to happen, we'll make it happen. Like, how can we figure this situation out with the new uh, regulations that have come out today? And... um, I kind of told them, you know, my husband has like over 25 cousins on his side. Um, So I was like, I mean, like we can't even have them. I like grandparents, aunts and uncles, parents uh, on our bridal party. And that's all that we could we could do. Um, But having that support system of them like helping me was awesome. One thing that I will give advice on is if you have to do a change like that, number one, don't be the one that tells everyone. Have like your bridal party, your in-laws, your parents, have them reach out and message your family members and friends and that kind of thing and be like, hey, we had to change some stuff. And hopefully that doesn't happen for you guys, obviously, but like, don't take all that stress on yourself and don't feel bad about it, number one, because like... Your safety and your happiness comes before anything. Exactly. um, On your wedding day. And, um, you know, I just typed out a thing and put it on Facebook. Like, hey, this is the situation. We'll live stream our wedding. We did that on Facebook. We live streamed Mm -hmm. it. And you can watch if you want. Um, If you don't want to, well, like, I'm sorry. (laughs) 
this is how it is um so that's my advice about like if it has to change just don't stress about it and that's way easier said than done Mm -hmm. because like obviously I was pretty stressed but like right don't don't worry about if you're hurting people's feelings because you just have to do what you can and it's something Um, that's out of your control even I mean you know at the end of the day all that matters is you are husband and wife and and I'm trying to keep that in mind going forward I know that some decisions are probably gonna have to be made soon so exactly Mm. and if you if if you decide like hey our wedding plans can't work out I just wanted to go to the courthouse. Just do it. If you want to have a tiny wedding, just do it. If you want to get legally married and have a big wedding later, just do it. Like, just do, pick your best option, you know? Do what makes you happy. Um, Because if that anniversary date means something special to you, go ahead and get married then. And then just, like, throw a big party later. Like, there are so many options. And if somebody gets mad at you or like upset that you had to change your wedding, whether it's a vendor or a family member or a friend, like then that's, I mean, it's not your problem. Right, exactly. Like maybe they shouldn't have been invited in the first place. <laughs> um, so that's uh, wedding change COVID advice. But in terms of like typical wedding advice, I would say, um, I already said, make sure that you're like, doing things for you like if your mom wants you to get a certain type of cake but you don't want it don't get it like Mm -hmm. doesn't matter if your mother-in-law has a very specific type of table decor she likes and you don't like it don't do it it doesn't matter like right it's it's your day it's about you and Matthew and like that's what it comes down to that's one thing I've Um, been incredibly blessed with and yeah I mean I normally I'm a very stressed out person (laughs) but this process you know I remember when we first got engaged uh, you and I were talking and you told me just enjoy it it goes by so fast and you know I've really taken that to heart and you know I really I really have just enjoyed it Um, it's been a blast and it's been so fun seeing everything come together Um, yeah Um, I think one piece of very cliche wedding advice is make sure you eat. Like, oh, yeah. Have your maid of honor make you a plate of food and sit down and take the time to eat at your wedding. <laughs> like, yes. Don't, don't not eat because people want to talk to you. Like, just make the time to sit and eat. Don't starve. Don't not eat before either. <laughs> oh, I yeah. ate breadsticks before my wedding, but it was hey. something, so. Hey, <laughs> breadsticks are all right if you... If that's what you want. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's your day. It was good. <laughs> Came out great. Hey, I love that. Um, one, one crazy thing that um, I, I don't know if it's like this for all brides, but for me, my wedding day, it's, I kind of think of it as like the way you look at your high school graduation before it happens or the way you look at college graduation before it's there. And it just seems like this like out-of-body, otherworldly experience that you're going to have. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, like, so foreign and so distant, and you're looking so forward to it, but, like, you kind of hold it up to this pedestal. Right. And, like, it is a very special day. But at the same time, like, I don't know if you're scared about, like, walking down the aisle or, like, what if I mess up in the ceremony <laughs> or, like, that kind of thing. But 
it, it's it's the same thing as like your graduation like going through it it's just you there with those people like it's not some crazy like oh my gosh I'm so nervous like right. for me it was like I'm standing beside Jacob and our preacher and our friends and like our family is sitting down like it was just mm-hmm. a very like natural normal feeling and I didn't expect that oh that's good I love that I mean yeah I mean, I was anxiously telling myself, do not lock your knees. Do not pass out. Like, please, <laughs> oh, please don't word. ruin this by falling out right now. <laughs> oh, man. But other than that, it wasn't like a, as stressful or as like out of body kind of day as I was expecting. And I don't know if that's just me. I don't know. But... I really, I honestly haven't thought about it. Um, <laughs> I really haven't. I don't know. I mean... I'll probably, I mean, knowing me, I'll probably feel that way. And part of me, you know, like you said, I've been looking forward to this for, I mean, we've been engaged for just almost a year now in October. And I mean, planning all the way up to this, it's just like that coming to fruition and finally Mm -hmm. being with the the man that I love. And I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. Weddings are expensive, number one. (laughs) Definitely. Um, We did a lot of DIY for our wedding, Mm -hmm. and that really cut costs, which was nice. But, I mean, it's still so expensive. I know, and I have been been making cute little signs lately, and I don't know. I think that's why I've been enjoying it so much is because naturally I enjoy, I'm a creative person I enjoy doing things and making things so I think that's really helped channel my my anxiety about everything and um, yeah yeah I will say for anyone out there that is engaged or just got engaged or about to get married like Kelsey is um you can do it on a budget and it still be beautiful oh for sure like you don't have to have a five thousand dollar dress you don't have to spend $500 on a wedding cake. Like, my dress, I got on super clearance. Um, it's a sample from a bridal shop, and I'm proud to say this. I got it for $100. Um, yeah, my mind was blown when you told me that. I just, yeah. Uh, my amazing. wedding cake was from Walmart, and we decorated it ourselves with flowers from Amazon. So that was, like, a total of oh, 25 yeah. bucks. Like, you can do it. See, we're not even having cake. Yeah. We're doing, we're having cheesecake. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll be good. I mean, stuff like that. It's just little things, you know. And you can add your own personal touch, like you said, on a budget. I mean. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of our um, our table centerpieces, we used um, candlesticks um, and taper candles. And... Um, we had a family member that was um, moving into a nursing facility uh, this summer right before we got married and I was lucky enough to get um, a lot of the candlesticks from them and then the rest I got from like um, eBay and thrift stores and like you can do it like thrift store decor can really either be good as it is or you can DIY it and make it so cute Exactly. Add your own flair to it. And uh, my thing, you know, with getting married in December, 
our wedding, we're going to have Christmas decorations and that stuff yeah. that I can use in my house later. And I can look at that and say, hey, that was there when I got married. And, you know, just have that little reminder and, you know, just reuse it, repurpose it. So. Yes, my fireplace, um, we live in Louisiana, southern Louisiana, so we don't really have a need for a fireplace, so <laughs> I put all of the candlesticks inside the fireplace as decor, and I love the way it looks, and yeah, those are all from our wedding. Oh, yeah, so I saw that. I saw you posted a picture of it. it looks so yeah. good. Uh, it's just so fun. Wedding planning and like marriage in general, it's just all so fun. Um, don't let anybody ever harp on you about one getting married pretty young because we're under 25 you know mm-hmm. um because like it doesn't matter like if you're ready to get married you're ready to get married exactly. and then the other thing is like i don't know people give a lot of ish about like oh enjoy your happy stage while it lasts have fun in your honeymoon stage but like that should last forever i mean i know like i i know i've only been married a little over a year so i'm clearly not a marriage expert (laughs) at this point but like yeah the hard times come but just like deal with it like a mature adult couple you know remember why you married each other and right what you're doing it for my husband and i have had the rule for like years and years now before we even got married that like we would never go to bed angry um never like sleep on an argument because like you just never know you know um and yeah we never go to bed angry we don't really fight that much um Mm -hmm. yeah we have disagreements and arguments but like we our role in our house is we don't raise our voices and like i love that there's like there's there's ways to overcome disagreements in marriages without it blowing up and being a huge thing you know right um and without going into details because i don't want to put our uh personal stuff on a podcast but my husband and i had a really really hard time in our marriage about four or five months in um you know just learning to live with each other learning um how to be there for each other in a way that we never had and i know that some people say like oh like marriage is harder than you think and going into my marriage I was like no like it can't be that different we've been together for like half a decade how (laughs) is it going to be hard but there's such a different level of knowing someone once you're married like even if you live together before you're married I feel like it's like there really is something about the piece of paper Mm -hmm. (laughs) that I don't know it was just hard and we we were going through it and we had to work really hard to get out of that. Um, we did a we got an app called Lasting. Um, it's kind of like a couples counseling thing, and I don't think that my husband would be upset that I'm sharing this because I mean, it's helpful. You know, even mm-hmm. really healthy couples can use counseling sometimes. Oh yeah. So, like, if you get to that point a few months in where you're just like, oh my gosh, like this is so different. Like, we're struggling. We're not getting along. We're not we're not on the same page that Mm -hmm. kind of thing like don't be afraid to reach out for help or like go to a counselor get a counseling app like because it's the first year of marriage really really truly is the hardest um and 
getting over that initial hump of like learning each other is the most important so it's like a dynamic change I mean I don't know I don't know how to really put into words what where I'm trying to get to but like you had before marriage Savannah and then now you are married Savannah and I don't know something something about that just it's a level of selfishness before you're married that you don't even realize that you have. Right. In a way. Like, mm-hmm. you really truly have to give yourself up. Um, and not in a negative way. That can right. sound negative. But, like, you have to get rid of your selfishness sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, like, realize that it's not just about you now. Like, I'd assume it's the same as when you have a baby. Like, you have to, like put this other person and this union between the two of you as the highest priority it's crazy to think about <laughs> it is like it's not just like a ring and a pretty dress and a wedding it's like mm-hmm. it's real life some, <laughs> mm-hmm, there are some hard and like down in the dirt moments <laughs> when it comes to being married mm-hmm. um and you you have to like give up a sense of like your pride too in a way I don't know there are just times where it's like I I think that both me and my husband would say there have been times that each one of us have been like I'd rather just be like upset or like I'm just gonna hold in these emotions or like I just don't want to deal with the the disagreement right Mm -hmm. now of talking about it but like if you don't just like put it out there put out there what's bothering you put out there what you'd like to be different the other person won't know <laughs> like that's one thing that I have been trying to tell myself because I don't know like you said sometimes I would just rather hold it in and just not fool with it maybe it's a lot of a lot of it's in my mind where I'm thinking oh it's just me like mm-hmm. you know you're you're probably overreacting and then then you know he sees me upset and he doesn't know why I'm upset until I tell him so yeah, that's one thing that, you know, I'm trying to, you know, change and get used to. So it really is constantly working on yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that just in a relationship in general, but once you're married and it's I kind of joked about it earlier, like it's an expensive change if you don't want to meet with me anymore. <laughs> and it's like you've got to, like, put in the effort, make a constant effort to like make things good and make things happy and like find just little things throughout the day that you can do that you know would please them and make them happy and like right I don't know like every day when my husband comes home from work he calls me when he's getting in the car and we talk a little bit and I go and make sure that the front door is unlocked and open for him Mm -hmm. and that makes him so much happier than like having to come home from work and like I don't know what about it about like unlocking the door for him makes him so happy but it does it's just little things I mean I'm that way you know and one book that I bought recently was the love languages book yeah um and I don't know I I really love that and learning you know how how your spouse feels love and accepts love and um you know, it's a learning process for each other to like to to show each other um, intentional ways of love and 
like you said, the door being unlocked, I do that um, when he comes on his dinner breaks. So it's just little things like that that you know don't really seem to mean like much, but really do. Exactly. And it's kind of the same thing as like I said, our movie date nights. Like it doesn't have to be some big grand gesture for it to mean a lot. Exactly. Um, I know that my husband's love language is acts of service. And mine is words of affirmation. So we're kind of on the opposite end of it. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. I think, so I think mine is quality time. I think it was a yeah. toss-up between quality time and words of affirmation. But, yeah. I don't know. It's exciting learning an, those things. I'm just an Enneagram 2, and I need reassurance. <laughs> <laughs> I need constant reassurance. It's oh, great yeah. for him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My, my lucky husband, who always has to tell me how, how much he loves me. <laughs> hey, that's all right. There's no shame. Nah, he doesn't mind it. I hope. He's never said he minds it. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take he's, it. He's, he's so good about, like, like, if he's playing video games with his friends, he'll come to, like, the room that I'm in, if I'm in the bedroom or whatever, and, like, just come and, like, see me every like <laughs> half an hour or so for a little bit just to be like check in it's yeah, really cute i love that <laughs> but i i think a thing about the love languages and i would recommend like looking into that for any Absolutely. couple who like is pursuing a serious relationship slash marriage um because it tells you that not only like do you feel love a certain way but the way that you feel love is also often how you express it mm-hmm. so like I would tell him, like, oh, you're, I'm so proud of you. I think that you're blank, 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 blank. You know, like, fill in the dots. Right. I think that you're great. I think that you're handsome. I think that you're working so hard. Like, um, and for him, as acts of service, like, those things are nice to hear. But, like, it doesn't always mean, <laughs> like, oh, I'm feeling so loved as much as, like, if I take the trash out or open the door mm-hmm. for him. Right. So it's important to realize that, like, keep your partner's love language in mind and put it with the things that they're doing or saying to you and realize that they are trying to show you love mm-hmm. like and even though you may not recognize it as love um putting in that conscious thought to be like oh well he you know he unloaded the dishwasher for me today that's him showing me that he loves me right i think that's important too right. like just because it's not your first reaction to be like oh he just unloaded the dishwasher but, like, realizing that that's him putting an effort into the mm-hmm. relationship is really important. Exactly. So, we are at our half hour mark. Is there anything else you want to ask or add to the conversation? You know, I I don't think so. I think we've covered um, everything that I had in mind. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, I hope that like we said you don't have to change anything about your wedding i hope everything goes off without a hitch um fingers crossed things yeah hopefully things get under control by then but that's all we have for today i reckon so uh say thank you to kelsey everybody for coming on the podcast and i will thank you as well this was really fun Thank you for having me i think this is the first time we've actually gotten together like this in a long time (laughs) yeah I mean, life, man. I know. Adult friendships, you meet up every three years. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So hopefully 
we can do pods more often and catch up more because this was really fun yes all right so yeah that's all we have for episode six we will see you guys next week and bye bye Mm-hmm.